You're listening to episode 57 of the STEM Space. Whether you are already planning on hosting a summer camp for STEM this summer, or maybe after listening to this, we might inspire you to do so. Tune in to hear some ways that you can incorporate STEM into your summer. Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Natasha. From college roommates to co-founders of Vivify STEM, pull up a seat as we discuss our experiences as aerospace engineers, teachers, moms, program directors, curriculum writers, graduate students, and friends. This is the STEM Space Podcast. Hey, Claire, how are you doing? Good. I'm ready for warmer weather. (laughs) It's really cold there. It's freezing. It's literally icing right now. I'm so done (laughs) with the winter. March is such a deceiving month because you feel like it should be spring. Like March to me sounds like spring, yet it's really cold. Because it has spring break, which should be thinking like, oh, let's go to the beach or something. But it's like, nope, you get to do whatever you did in December too. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And this weather in Texas is like 75 yesterday and 30 degrees today, at least here. Yes. Yeah. But speaking of summer... What should we do for summer for people who still want to continue to do STEM? Because we do STEM year round, right? Right. Have you ever done like a summer camp for STEM? When I first got into this world of STEM, I didn't know it was called STEM. I was doing kind of science and math and engineering. I had been running this after school club and this organization I was with was like, hey, let's try to put together a summer camp. And I was like, well, what do we want to do? And they're like, we don't care. You figure it out. And so I kind of had the freedom to plan different activities. And so the way I organized it, it was for fourth through eighth grades, like elementary and middle school. We ran it with different subjects. So there was kind of like a math block and a science. And then there was an engineering one. But it was summer, right? So it's not like you could be doing, you know, stuff that you would do during the school year. Kids just want to have fun and get outside. So it was all very like hands-on. We did the egg drop challenge. We did Space Lander, kind of all the classic now STEM challenges. I also did some debate. So we brought in like the ethics. So in the engineering piece, the one topic was like designer babies and the older kids were like debating on the ethics of that. And so they did a little bit of research and then they had to take a side and debate the other, like they were a company that was trying to promote this new technology. And the other side was like, no, it's wrong. So I was just kind of having fun with different topics and trying to see what the students cared about and let them drive it. So that's my experience. And I think this is a good topic because we've been getting some emails from people starting summer camps and already thinking about like, What kind of content do they want to use? Have your kids gone to any kind of like enrichment or summer program? They haven't. I know there are a lot of coding camps that exist kind of in the DFW area. A lot of colleges offer those kind of camps, but I haven't seen very many in this area that are specific to like all general STEM, like just hands-on activities that the kids can do. So I'm really interested in kind of developing that more. I know we have some curriculum that we've had other teachers use for STEM camps that I think we've gotten really good feedback from. So I'd like to do more of that. But having never run one myself, I'm not exactly sure what most teachers are looking for in a summer camp. 
Yeah, so a couple years ago, I worked with a district in San Antonio, and we ran their STEM component of their summer camp. And what's hilarious about this district is their summer camp was called Stream Camp. Oh, no. So not STEAM, but Stream. So there was an R. What? Yeah, you would think. Recreation? This was the recreation. Ah. So they, I was like, what does that even mean? And he was like, well, you know, we're like the STEM department. And so we were trying to like sneak in some physical activity. And so they were doing like dodgeball and playing basketball. And I was like, are you integrating like math and science? They're like, no, nope. <laughs> just wanted to have that. And I was like, you know, that makes sense now thinking back, like it's summer. You don't want to just be stuck inside just doing engineering challenges. And that's the piece with the summer component is having more fun with it and just letting kids play and go outside and then integrating kind of math and science and weaving it throughout, but in a more like playful atmosphere is what works for summer. The curriculum that we used was the launch pad mission to Mars. And so they would come to our piece for 45 minutes every day. And so when they would walk in, they would be on this mission to Mars. We had astronaut Alex, the storyline, right? You're going to get to Mars. You build rockets. Today, we're going to land on Mars and so on. And so they were always like excited to see what was going to be that mission for that day. And I think that's one way to run summer camps is having a storyline or a theme. So you could do like a space themed summer camp. And maybe when you're, you know, outside playing dodgeball, you'd be like, I wonder, you know, what it would be like to play dodgeball on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's really awesome. I just saw a simulation. This this reminded me of this on um, social media where they showed a it was like a stack of wood falling on a car, but they ran it for different gravities on like Earth, Moon, what it would look like on Mars, what it would look like on Jupiter, uh, which has crazy amount of gravity. And it was just really interesting. So those kind of things that are hands on, but also you can throw in some science concepts of what this would look like would be really cool. And there's so many activities that you can do outside as well. I was just thinking while you were talking about Mission to Mars, and we do a lot of activities with solar power. So you've Mm -hmm. done some solar panel activities like making the tower that uses a solar panel to light up an LED light that shows a sign where you put your colony on the moon or Mars. I've done that before. That's really fun. So that gets kids outside, but they're also learning some science and building things with their hands, doing some engineering activities. I think of the, we talked about, I think in the previous episode about um, doing the s'mores, the solar oven challenge. That's a great one to do for a summer camp. I also, we have the STEM explorers curriculum, which has been used for summer camps and is a really great one for younger elementary too to talk about traveling throughout the world. And you can do several activities outside. Like I usually do the sailboat challenge with that one. So you could do water outside since that's, that's going to get one. kind of messy as well as the oil spill challenge. I do with that one as well. And then we do the solar cars and talk about how there's this massive solar power plant in Chile. And so I have all these mini solar cars that the kids have to create this landscape to make their little solar car travel over this mountain range and then stop before it goes into the ocean. 
and talk about the geographical location in Chile where this solar power plant is and get to play with these solar cars, which is really cool. Yeah. And that's what I really love about the STEM Explorers is I could totally see that as like this integrated summer camp. And so Mm -hmm. each day or week, however it's structured, could be a different country. And so you have the design challenge, but then you can bring in the history component and do some research. You could dress up, right? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. like so much fun stuff you could do with like that theme of traveling and going to a different place each time. Yeah, that's what I did when I taught it. It was in the classroom, but we had dress up days for each one. So like when oh, we went that's to cool. Greece, we of course had to wear like the togas. I know, I know that's not a Greek thing, Natasha. Don't don't attack me there. <laughs> but it's fun. You can do all sorts of things and talk about country. We ate feta cheese because oh. And oh, most okay. of my students, cool. I don't think any of my students had ever had feta before. So it's fun to introduce them to even the foods during camp. You could have themed snacks. That's a great idea. Yeah. I love that. And, and then used- you bring in speakers like me. I could come talk yes. to them in Greek. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. There's so many things you could do. We even learned how to use chopsticks when we talked about China. So yeah, there's so many things that you can do when you have a theme. I think that's probably the first step when you're putting together a summer camp, don't you think? Yeah. It's coming up with a theme. It makes everything so much easier. Yeah. I did not do that when I ran it the first time when I was running a STEM camp. Like I said, I was like math and science because I (laughs) it was like supposed to be academic and that's what the parents Mm -hmm. were like signing up. But then we started realizing that the kids needed like a reason to be there and it's just like supposed to be fun. That's the challenge with summer camps. A lot of times maybe you're charging and it's like an extra thing parents have to sign up for. And so you got to market it to the parents. Oh, they will learn academics and there will be, you know, lots of science and math and whatnot. But then for the kids, I think the theme really captivates them. So whether it's space or like traveling the world and dressing up and just like that extra element of fun. That's what I think of summer is like, it needs to be fun, not like tutoring. I mean, there could be like that element of academics, but get the kids excited to be coming to school. But, you know, like now that I think about it, the summer gives you the freedom to kind of do what you want, but it's almost like the way school should be like school should be fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it really should. Yes. Where the kids don't even realize that they're learning so much because they'll remember it that way. Yeah. If you attach emotion to anything, I mean, we know that from neuroscience, you attach emotion to anything, it's going to be encoded into their longer term memory. Mm-hmm. And that's how they learn things. So if we make it fun, I was just thinking if you're trying to search for a theme, I'd probably start on like Oriental Trading Company and just look up their <laughs> decorations because they have all these themes and you could just buy it for like 60 bucks. You could get all of this stuff that's for whatever theme like Hollywood or space travel. They have a ton of space stuff that makes it really easy just to put something together that when the kids walk in that first day, they'd be like, wow. Mm-hmm. And then you do all these really awesome activities that are related. And then the parents, yeah, would be excited. They're like, oh yeah, but they're learning all these things and they don't even realize it. <laughs> and and that actually can be a big part is the family engagement. And so having kind of parent nights, maybe every week where you showcase projects that they're working on, art can be a huge element in a summer camp and bringing in like that. And we've talked about this before, all of our engineering challenges are creative, but you can intentionally add in some pieces where they're like creating some, like if we're talking about chili, I don't know, something from that culture or like the historical component, dressing up, like you could just go in so many different directions and engage the parents with it. Field trips. I know a lot of summer camps have like a field trip component. So maybe integrating that into your theme. 
bringing in guest speakers, whether virtually or in person, that show them different role models. And all of this can fit within like the STEM theme of a summer camp, because really to me, STEM is just this interaction of all the different subjects and trying to bring in the real world component, a career component. I think summer is just awesome because you have the freedom now. You're not tied down to testing and, you know, the rigors of school and you have to be there at certain times and you can't just go outside and play because it's summer. Yeah. So do you think there's an optimal length of a summer camp and or length of the day? Like how long during a day? Because it's not going to be the same as school. You Like right. eight to three would be really long for a summer camp. But what is, yeah. what, do you, what do you think is typical or needed? Well, so I agree with you, but the, the districts we were working with are Title I schools, so the parents, and this mm. is for most districts, the parents yeah. work. And so often the summer camp is because the parents need their kids to be somewhere. And typically then it needs to be eight to three or eight to four to help the parents. But you don't want it to feel like school. And so what we did is when we had it eight to three, we got like 45 minutes in the beginning was just like socializing and breakfast, you know, like we just allowed more freedom in the day to just like hang out, be around your friends. You know, middle school kids don't get playground time. Like, Go outside and run around, you know, have an hour for lunch. So we had like big spaces in there where they could just relax and socialize. And, you know, usually you don't get that in the school day. Mm. We still kept like schedules. So, you know, they knew from nine to 10 was like, the STEM period when we're on a mission to Mars and then 10 to 11 was kind of like pee, go outside. So they still like had a routine, which I think is good. So they know what to expect and that helps us like track attendance and all the things, but yeah, just more space in the time in the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And is it usually like a week long summer camp? Ours, they went in two week blocks. So you can okay. sign up for a one, two week like summer camp. But they went throughout the whole summer and they would rotate themes. So a kid could sign up for like six weeks of summer camp and every two weeks would be like switching themes. Wow. Okay. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And again, that's really to help the parents that are working. They need to get their kids somewhere. And middle school is kind of like you could leave them home, but then what are they up to all day? Like just getting in trouble, playing video games, you know? So we were trying to like offer this alternative for working parents, give their kids some enrichment. And then we also worked around, there's some that have to go to summer school because maybe they were failing or didn't do well on the test or something. And so we would kind of work around this like tutoring schedule where they had like dedicated academic time and then like fun you're, it's summer. We still want you to like enjoy just being a kid. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds really fun. Now I really want to put one together. <laughs> <laughs> they are mind. fun because you just have this like freedom you don't have in the school day and you can just get creative and actually having all that time is nice because like how long is your class? 40 minutes. Yeah. Not so much you could do. It's 40 minutes twice a week. Imagine the things you could do when you had like four hour chunks every day. Oh, man. I mean, I feel like the key difference is being able to allow kids to really explore the content without me just having to like stuff it down their throats. Like, you just got to learn this right now because we got to do the activity because we only have yeah. a few more minutes. You know, it's really like just letting them figure stuff out and experiment and then really having that time to test out things and, hey, you didn't work or you want to try it some way different. Sure, do it. Make a different boat. Make a pirate ship to do your sailboat mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. It would be yeah. really great to 
like you said, more like the students are kind of leading the activities more than the teacher just forcing it to go a certain direction. Right. And it's okay. Like it feels fine in the summer, just like, what do you guys want to learn? And and there's structure, right? So we've talked about sparks. So figuring out like what they're really passionate about, whether it's cooking or fishing or art, you know, and trying to integrate that. And then even having, so in our camp, we had an hour of free time, but it was really like they choice time. So they could choose to get on a computer and do some coding. We had art supplies. We had like a little maker space so they could build stuff. And so it was the freedom to kind of pick within some structured activities. It's just really nice to just let kids explore and you're there kind of guiding the learning. But again, back to the space, like having that space to explore and take your time with the content is just really nice. Yeah. I love space. Everything about space. (laughs) So I don't know if these tips are helpful to somebody planning a summer camp. But it would be so fun someday to have like a vilify summer camp. Like, I feel like we could have some cool ideas. Yeah. I mean, I'm inspired. And I think anybody who's listening, like if you are wanting to do a summer camp, or maybe this is just inspiring you too of wanting to try it out and you want to work on it with us, email us and say what your idea is. And we could throw some activity ideas at you on what we think works best or what we've used before. Natasha, I'm sure there's things that you've done with summer camps, so that would fit well. There's things that I've done in more informal situations in education that I think would be great for a summer camp, but the space club curriculum, launchpad curriculum, and the STEM Explorers curriculum would be fantastic. So we'll link those in the show notes if you're interested in using those for a summer camp this summer. Now's the time to start planning. Yeah. I've already seen emails come out. They're wanting to sign up for instructors. So yeah, people are planning and ready for summer and warmer weather. Yes, please. (laughs) All right. So I was going to end us with a uh, time traveling joke, but um, you didn't like it. So we'll just end here. (laughs) 